up, everybody? You're listening to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast. I'm your host, virtual marketing coach and fellow creative soul, Miranda Rodriguez. In this podcast, you'll get expert marketing guidance that you can implement on your own, and you'll learn how marketing your business can be simple, doable, and fun. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast, episode number 85, Email Marketing. This is the third installment in our 10-part mini-series where I'm giving you guys 10 virtual marketing tips that can carry you through this holiday season if you're listening in real time or that can apply to starting your business at any point wherever you are starting or growing your business. As always, if you like what you hear, please subscribe and leave a review. I love to hear from you guys. You have the best ideas. You are inspiration. You are giving me energy. It's so fun to get feedback and to hear or to learn who's listening to the podcast. So thank you so much for being here. Feel free to send me any questions or topics at any time. You can email me at mrodriguez at marketinguninhibited.com or find me on Instagram at Marketing Uninhibited. All right, two final plugs. If you're ready to learn more about working together, schedule your free 30-minute consultation at marketinguninhibited.com. That is available. That link is there all the time. You can go on there and pick the day and time that works best for your schedule. I know schedules are crazy right now. If there's not a time available for you there, just send me an email and we will figure it out. Also, I'm hosting a free marketing workshop, the last one of the year. Get your marketing back on track or maybe just on track or just figure it out. Um, It's a free one-hour interactive workshop where we'll be covering your marketing basics. We'll get you a four-week marketing action plan, and we'll just really dive into all things marketing. Um, I really just help you kind of grasp the concept of marketing your own business. It is a 60-minute power hour of marketing, so come prepared to do some work, to do some uh, sharing with some other people on the call, and that is December 17th at 8 p.m. Central Time, and registration is required. You can find the link to register in my Instagram bio at Marketing Uninhibited, or you can send me an email mrodriguez at marketinguninhibited.com to get on the list. All right, guys, thank you so much for being here. It's so timely. There was all this activity in my neighborhood a moment ago, and it has stopped, and it's quiet, and it's amazing. Um, We are coming off a long weekend, a long and exhausting weekend, because my um, stepdaughter was with us, and as I'm sure a lot of you are experiencing, the kids are just going a little stir crazy. Plus we have a five of a four month old puppy and she's, and my stepdaughter's five. So the two of them really want to play together because they have no one else to play with at home, but they're not always the best playmates and it can just be kind of chaotic and overwhelming sometimes. So here we are. I don't know about you, but I needed to get outside today, take a collective deep breath. Um, a long time ago, my brother bought this boxing dummy, and he has his name is Bob, and he has lived in my mom's garage. 
And so over the weekend, I was helping her winterize some of her outdoor stuff. And she was like, made a joke about taking Bob home. And I was like, however many hours into dealing with the puppy and the kid by myself, um, which people do daily. So, you know, credit to you guys. This is still new to me, stepmomming and puppy momming. So I'm still figuring it out. But anyway, she was like, you want to take Bob home? Ha ha ha. And I was like, hell yeah, I need to take Bob home. It's not even want. I need to take that boxing dummy down to my basement and let out some energy. So do what you got to do, guys. Let out that energy. Um, I just feel like COVID is, I don't know, this year is just kind of catching up. The holidays are unfortunately probably going to look like a Worst case holiday scenario for most of us, you know, not the big family gatherings that we used to have. You guys know I have a big family and I have a lot of <laughs> divorce sets of parents in our family. So we are just trying to figure that out right now, too. So wherever you are, thank you so much for taking the time to tune out of everything going on in your life, however chaotic or not it that it is. And thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. We have had a great year together and I'm ready to just send you off on a high note with this podcast and your business. I can see a lot of you implementing these things and it's really, really fun to watch. So often I feel like such a proud mama. I'm like, oh my gosh, my babies, they have their wings. Um, And that's not condescending. I hope I hope you don't find that condescending at all. I didn't mean it that way. I'm just very proud of you all and the action you're taking. It's always fun to see when you attend a workshop or I can tell or you tell me sometimes that you listen to a certain episode and then I can see you taking direct action or implementing whatever it was that we discussed. And that just makes me so proud and like so grateful to be in this role um, that I have created. And so I'm also, you know... Don't be afraid to be proud of yourself too. Like good on you guys. Congratulations. You've made it to December 2020 and that is the feat in and of itself. All right, (laughs) back to the topic, guys. Um, Today we're talking about email marketing. Now, I'm not really going to go too in depth as to email platforms and things that I use. Um, I will touch on those. Like, okay, so I use MailChimp. Um, MailChimp back in the day, had a, a, a different structure for their free services. They still offer free services. I don't know the exact details of that, but MailChimp is not the only service available for email marketing. There is Constant Contact. There's a new one I've heard of called Drip. There are a lot of um, customer service management softwares, Um What's that called? The CRMs? Oh my goodness. My Anyway, if you have a database for managing your customers, then a lot of those include email marketing with them. So you may have one of those depending on the website you use or the, the platform you use to for your website, whether it's WordPress or Squarespace or Kajabi, anything like that. There are sometimes email marketing tools built into those. So before you go looking at adding another account to your list or, you know, adding another item to do on your to-do list. Just look at what you're already using and see if there's not a way to email market from that 
that platform without having to add on other things. If if adding on or creating a new email marketing account is something that you need to do because you don't have an option anywhere else or just because it's something you want to do and you have time to do it, then by all means, go ahead and do that. Just try to make your own process as simple as possible, right? Um, so the number one thing is, the biggest question here is, are you collecting emails somehow within your business? I don't care if it's a clipboard at the store that you're working at or the pop-up event that you're doing. I know some of those are still happening with COVID. Um, make sure you're just you're capturing emails somehow. I know a lot of shopping carts and shopping apps have it automatically built in. Like if you purchase something on PayPal from an, a small business, they'll ask you. A lot of times there's a question there. It's like, do you want to opt in to more information from the seller or something like that? And so just do your homework with whatever you're using, whether it's Square or PayPal, Squarespace or Shopify or WordPress, um, and see how how best and how simply and how quickly you can start capturing those emails. And then once you have those emails on a list, you want to treat them as the VIPs. They are the ultimate customer because they have agreed to give you permission to market to them. And that is the most important thing when it, in, when it comes to that marketing relationship. They have said, I trust you with my information and I want to hear more from you because I like what you're buying or I like what you're saying. I like what you're selling. I've already bought from you. So I believe there's value there. Um, so this is where you can really where people talk about working those that repeat business and those repeat customers. It's a an old age old sales adage, which is repeat customers are cheaper than new customers, right? But we don't want to think about them that way. It's just that repeat customers, those are your community, right? So they're the ones who continue to come back, who believe in what you're doing, whose lives you have already changed. And so the sale with them is sometimes easier because the relationship is already there, right? With new customers, you're really working to build that relationship and working to earn their trust until they buy from you and they understand that the value is there. Um, and so it can be, a, it's just a longer road, right? The journey is just a little bit different once they've bought from you and they feel they like what you have to offer, then they're going to keep coming back. And that's really the point. And that's where email comes into play. It's another direct connection. It's a direct line of communication that you own because your customer has agreed to hear more information from you. And you can really like sell them and communicate them via email. So Again, make sure you're asking for permission to add them to your email list, whether that's in writing on the website, whether that's in person when you say like, hey, do you want to sign up for my email list? Whatever your process is, make sure asking for permission is part of it. And then ask yourself what you're offering them in return for their email, because by them giving you their email, we all know our inboxes are jam packed. They're saying, here, take some of my time, take some of my inbox real estate, right? And that is really valuable space. I don't know about you guys, but I find myself often unsubscribing for things. In the beginning, maybe I signed up for the discount or the because I thought I was interested and then maybe I feel like I'm getting spammed or the information's just really not relevant or I got that one-time thing and decided it wasn't worth it for me that I didn't care to go back there, right? Like I used to subscribe to Fabletics um, activewear 
If you guys don't know, that's the clothing line that was started by Kate Hudson and it's all active wear. And I was, you could be a monthly subscriber and get like a new workout outfit every month. So I did it for a year and then I decided it wasn't for me because I don't need that many workout outfits. I do have a washer machine, so I'm able to, a washing machine, you know, wash my clothes. Once I got enough outfits under my belt, my mom and my friends and I, like we would all kind of mix and match or split it. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm good. And then I just got tired of being marketed to by them because I wasn't in the market for workout clothes anymore. So, and I'm, I'm also just not a great shopper. So you guys should know that about me. But anyway, the point is that when we give a business permission to market to us, we're giving them time in our inboxes, our attention and our energy, right? We're saying like, yeah, you have permission to do this. Um, so make sure that you're giving them something in return. Maybe it's a discount off, maybe it's a free offering, and it doesn't always have to be the same thing. You can play with these things. Don't get caught up in creating some elaborate freebie just for it to flop. Like I used to do that in the beginning. I used to spend so much time working on my freebies and then ultimately it takes time and traction to get those freebies rolling. You need to get eyes on your website. And so it can be less about the freebie at first and just more about having the email list and understanding that there is a transaction taking place when someone gives you their email. Um, and also keep your emails fun and engaging. You want to keep them casual, like you're speaking to someone. This goes back to knowing your audience. That is episode 83, I believe, the first part in the series. I have a couple other ones about target audience and how to figure that out. And the whole point is so you can visualize the person that you're speaking to, and that will change the tone and the manner in which you're speaking to them on a regular basis. So it should be fun, engaging, and casual. And there also doesn't need to be a lot of structure around it, right? You don't have to email your list once a week or once a day or every single month, if having structure helps you get organized and you say, okay, on the first of the month, I send out my email, whatever it is, then, then roll with it. But if it doesn't, like right now, I don't have a structure for my list. I just do what feels right when the time comes. If I have things to share or I have inspiration to share, you know, to communicate. And I know some business owners that email daily, and, you know, emailing is also a great way to practice your message, a great way to practice communicating directly with your target audience. Um, so don't get caught up in, I, I was talking about this yesterday in a presentation and they were asking me like how often they should email, what time of day should they send their emails out, yada, yada. I mean, you can look up that information once you start sending emails. The first step is to take action and then you'll have some data to analyze. And you can say, okay, it looks like most of my audience opens their emails at 9 p.m., you know, maybe after the kids go to bed or, you know, so if you want to start strategically emailing at that time because you know the open rate is higher, then that's great. And treat that as an experiment too. Like, did your open rate go up because you were getting it in the inboxes at the time they were opening emails anyway? You know, just analyzing the results really helps you make better business decisions. And we've talked about that a lot too. And on that note, when you are analyzing your results, don't pay attention to the unsubscribers, not in the beginning of the email list, right? Unless you have something like 100% of people dropping off, then you want to ask yourself like, why are so many people 
leaving my email list. And that would point me in a direction that would say you didn't ask permission to email those people. And they were like, wait, what is this? I never signed up for this. Right. So you want to avoid that by asking permission. Um, and don't, and I used to have a client, um, when she was regularly emailing that would come and report back her unsubscribers to me. And I would not laugh because she was concerned and it was bothersome to her, but I had to get her to a place where she understood that unsubscribers are part of the email marketing process. That's just part of the game, right? So understanding why they left, understanding that your brand is not for everyone, and just accepting that you're going to have unsubscribers is an important part of the process. But I really don't want you to focus on that because I want you to focus on the people who are subscribed and the ones that are still there, the ones who are continuing to say, yes. I want to hear from you. So focus on them. It's not about who's not with us, but it's all about who is with us at that time and who is paying attention, even if it's two people or one person, right? Just keep engaging with that person and practicing your messaging and also your gratitude, right? Just being grateful that you have one person on your list and continuing to tweak your messaging and over deliver value and, and play with your, if you want, your freebies or your offerings to get people to sign up. Um, so that's it. You know, with all of these tips that I'm sharing, I'm doing keeping the episodes short and sweet. And that's how I want you to keep your action item when it comes to these things. Like when it comes to playing with email marketing, keep it short and sweet, right? Don't spend a whole bunch of time in the research phase. Don't overthink the emails you're going to send out. Like you just have to start taking action if you haven't yet. And then you'll have things to analyze and things to tweak and things to modify. And that's really where you want to get in marketing. And that's how we start improving our marketing. But you first have to just start taking action. All right, guys, that's it for this week. As a quick reminder, free marketing workshop on December 17th at 8 p.m. Central. You can register via the link in my bio at Marketing Uninhibited on Instagram. And at any point, you can schedule a free 30-minute consultation at marketinguninhibited.com. Thank you so much for being here, and I'll talk to you soon.